I know we've already been in service for an hour and a half. Pastor will try not to keep us very long uh, here today. But uh, I feel like we have a word for, uh, for the church today from the Lord. And uh, we want to hear from him. We want to be uh, touched by him through his word. We've had different parts. I, Pastor just wants to know, you're going to stay with me? You're not gonna you're not not gonna fall asleep or anything, are you, brother Paul? You're gonna stay with me, Sheila. Just you know, bump him a little bit, you know, if 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 he does. So we're gonna be reading from Matthew chapter 14, verse number 24. Just a little simple thought here today. I touched on it several months ago, barely in a message, but I, I want to I want to stay with the thought for a little because I believe God has come to help. Someone here in this place uh, this morning or now this afternoon. Matthew 14, 24. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Tossed with waves. For the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch. Everybody say the fourth watch. The fourth watch of the night. Jesus went unto them. Walking on the sea. Everyone say, Jesus walked on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Everyone say, Peter walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? I, I want to speak to us today for a few minutes on this subject, power over the water. I want you to turn to two or three people around you and tell them, Jesus has given you power over your water. Lord bless you, you may be seated. Everybody say, Lord, bless the word. Everyone say, Lord, use my pastor. The Bible tells us that he came in the fourth watch. Now, I'm just going to dive into this because we don't have time for a long runway or a takeoff. So we're going to kind of lift like a helicopter if that's all right. 
make this thing happen and then come right back down on the helicopter pad and see if God will help us here today. The Bible tells us that God came in the fourth watch. Now, the fourth watch is the last watch of the night. There was already a first watch, a second watch, and a third watch. During these times, the disciples, the Word of God lets us know, was being tossed by a very strong wind. The waves and the swells of the sea were causing the boat to rise and to come back down hard. The wind would blow the water over the bow of the boat. We know through the studying of the Word of God that the men literally feared their life. Now, there is something that you and I need to understand. That just because Jesus came in the fourth watch didn't mean that he didn't have control in the first watch. Just because he didn't show up till almost morning doesn't mean that he was not on the throne through the night. The Lord wants somebody to know here today that just because God doesn't show up when the trial begins, just because God doesn't show up when you think he needs to be there does not mean he's not coming. Put your hands together and praise him. It is your job and it is our job to hold on to the faith. Jesus said, when the Son of Man cometh, will he find faith in the earth? No matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what watch it may be in the trial, I'm going to hold on to the unchanging hand. He may not be here right now he may not come tomorrow but one thing I know he will show up he has never failed me he will never fail us he will always be on time somebody shout hallelujah I don't know, but if I was one of those Hebrew children, I would have liked the Lord to show up when they first put the ropes on my hand. Or I would have liked, at least liked for him to show up when they heated the furnace seven times. But I'm so glad, and I'm sure they were glad, he at least showed up when they threw him in the fire. I don't know when God's coming. I know it's been I know it's difficult, but God's come to tell you, hold on. He's on his way. He's walking on the sea. He's coming to you. He's got control. He has power. He rules it all. Tell your neighbor, the Lord is not going to let your ship sink. He's on his way. He's on his way. Now, before I get to my message, I want to look at three things real quick that happen in these verses that you and I need to walk away with. First of all, 
in the middle of the storm of Peter's life. The other disciples on the boat, with the boat being tossed, the wind blowing, howling, the waves rocking that boat to the point that they even feared their life. In the middle of this incredible, difficult storm, God performed the greatest miracle in Peter's life of all of his days. I've come to tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, just because you are in the most difficult thing you have ever faced does not mean that God is not going to do the greatest miracle you have ever seen. Let me put it to you this way. Great trials produce great miracles. Great hardship. When the joy finally comes, it's incredible. Depression. When God finally relieves it, it's unbelievable. Financial struggle. When God sends the answer, it is outstanding. Great trials. Great dilemmas. Great difficulties brings great miracles. Tell your neighbor, you're about to get a great miracle. You're about to get a great miracle. Come on, tell them, you're about to get a great miracle. Find somebody, you're about to get a great miracle. Clap your hands to the Lord, give God praise. I wish we could stir it up in this place. Now, the other thing here is, I think it is just incredible that in the most powerful miracle of Peter's life, at least up to that time, he lost focus on God. I mean, can you imagine that? Jesus says, come. You put your foot out the bow of that boat and that water under your foot becomes like concrete. You could slam it as hard as you want, Pete. You're not going to get it through. He brings that other foot over. He's like walking on solid steel, it feels like. I put my foot down, and the water don't give out from underneath it. In the midst of this incredible miracle, Pete allowed waves and wind and obstacles and things to distract him to the point he took his eyes off of the Lord Jesus and he began to sink. Come on, somebody. Listen, I know there's trouble in the land. I know things are difficult, but I'm telling you, God's doing a miracle in your life. Don't get your eyes off of him. 
Don't get distracted by every wind of doctrine. Don't get distracted by every wave of adversity. Don't get distracted and confused and let fear get in your heart. I wish somebody get a hold of this word. Tell that devil he's a liar. Tell that devil he's a liar. Somebody say, a devil, you're a liar. God didn't bring you out on that water to let you sink, to let you drown. He's going to get glory in your life like we preached last week. He'll get glory in your life. The third thing is just because there's trouble in your life. doesn't mean that God's not working. That devil will try to convince you of that. Well, if God was alive and well in my life, I wouldn't be having all of these troubles. These financial situations wouldn't be against me. My marriage wouldn't be in the struggle it's in. That's what the devil tells you. If you had God in your home, all your children would be living for him right now. That's what the devil tells you. If you had God in your home, there wouldn't be sickness in your body. That's what the devil tells you. If you had God in your home, your finances would be hunkadory, like that sister on the other side. Or you would have found the more the money in the toilet stool. You would have been the one. If God, if you had God in your heart, if you were living right, friend, I'm here to tell you. God, listen, when Peter said, call me out, God, let me walk on the water like you're doing, Jesus did not calm the sea. He did not stop the wind from blowing. He did not tell the waves to cease. God called him out of that boat in the middle of his storm. It would almost be like Jesus was saying, anybody can walk on the water when everything's calm. But how about when the wind's blowing? How about when the waves are raging? How about when trouble is everywhere? Are you going to let God do a miracle? Are you going to let God work? Are you going to let God minister in your life? God, come on, come on. Come on, somebody praise him. Somebody praise him right now. God didn't calm everything down. He did that miracle in his life in the face of the storm. <laughs> He's going to work in your life in the middle of your trouble. And everybody is going to know only God could have done this. Only God could have done this. Woo! My God, I see somebody stepping out of the boat right now. I see somebody being called out right now. In the middle of your storm, you're beginning to trust God. In the middle of your difficulty, 
God's calling you out. God is summoning you. God is pulling on you. I wonder if there's somebody right now in this house, if you would get up, not all of you, but if it's in your heart, would you get up? You're going through a storm. I'm not talking about some little thing. I'm talking about terminal illness in your body. I'm talking about foreclosure. I'm talking about marriage dissolvement. I'm talking about your kids are in trouble on drugs or incarcerated. The storm of life. It seems like it's too much. It's too rough. It's too difficult. I wonder if you'd let God call you out. I wonder if you'd take your foot and act like you're going over the bow of the boat and put it out in that stormy sea and take a step. Come on. Come on, somebody. Show your faith. Show your faith. Show your faith. Here I come, God. Here I come. Here I come. In the middle of the battle, in the middle of the difficulty, in the middle of the storm. I wish there'd be a few more of you. I wish there'd be a few more of you. I know you're facing it. I know it's tough. I know the wind's blowing. I know the waves are rolling. But here I come, God. Here I come, God. My God. My God. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, come on music, I'm not going to go any further, I believe God's calling some of us out, I know I didn't get to my message, but I'm telling you God is speaking, that's it Brother Dixon, come on somebody, step out of the boat, step out of the boat, but pastor I'm going through a storm, it's difficult, I know, but that's when God's going to do his greatest miracle. God's calling you out. God's bringing you out. Step out. Step out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Don't get distracted by the trouble. Don't get distracted by the waves. Don't take your eyes off Jesus. He's the one that called you out of the boat. He's the one that brought you out. You're walking on the top of your troubles. You're walking on the top of your dilemma. You're walking on the top of your tribulation, your persecution, your difficulties. (laughs) 
We're not going to lose our focus, God. We're not going to lose our focus. We're not going to take our eyes off of you. The devil keeps throwing things at us, but we're going to keep our eyes on you, Jesus. We're not going to look at the things to the right or to the left. We're going to say, focus. I want you to take your right foot and just kind of stamp it down on the ground. Just stamp it on the ground. That's your way of telling the devil, the ocean is solid under my feet. The water is solid under my feet. Jesus, it's with me. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna get through it. I'm gonna overcome. In the middle of the most difficult thing, devil, you've ever sent my way, Jesus, it's doing the greatest miracle of my life. Listen. Jacob, keep worshiping. Jacob said, all these things are against me. No, Jacob, they're not. In the middle of you losing your son Joseph, in the middle of the famine, in the middle of everything, God was doing the greatest miracle Israel had ever seen. God was putting your son Joseph second in the land of Egypt. God was about to call Israel out of the boat, and you're about to walk on the water in the middle of your trouble, in the middle of your disaster. God is doing a miracle. I know you can't see it. It don't come on the first watch. It don't come on the second watch. It don't come on the third watch. But he will show up. He will come. And when he does, you will walk on the water. Can't you feel it? Can't you feel God doing it for you? But Brother Kyle, when I go home, the trouble's still there. When I go home, the pain is still there. I know. I know I understand. I understand it. I know. But listen to me. He's on his way. Listen. He's on his way. I know the wind is still blowing. The waves are still crashing against your boat. But in the middle of that storm, God is doing a miracle for you. You just can't see it yet. But it's coming. It's coming. He's just a little too far off to behold. 
but he's coming. Hey. <laughs> what God is about to do for you, it's going to be so incredible. It's actually going to frighten you. You're going to go, what is this? Is it a spirit? And the Lord is going to say, fear not, it is I. I'm just coming into your storm. Circumstances. Give me some men with Brother Shatu. Give me some men over here to my left with Brother Shatu and with Stephen. Shatu family. Let's pray for our brother. God's going to do it. Of her storm, her shut up, 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 up,
Everybody, look at Pastor for just a second. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I want you to move back and forth like this just a little bit. That's your boat rocking. <laughs> That's your storm. That's your winds blowing. That's the waves crashing against the bow. Now, while you're rocking, don't fall down now. I want you to pick that foot up. And I want you to take it out of that boat. Will you do that? Now watch me. I want you to twist that foot. Let that devil know it's not going under. That in the middle of your storm, in the middle of your difficulty, in the middle of your trial, God has showed up. God is doing a miracle in the middle of your situation. Can you hear him say, come? Can you hear the Lord say, come? What an awesome God. Listen, we'll bring this to a close. I know it's not easy. I know that some of you are going to go home to some very difficult situations. We have spouses going home to unsaved spouses. Children going home to unsaved parents. We have people going home with sickness in the body. We have others that have just lost loved ones going home to an empty house, an empty bedroom. I know it's not easy, but the Lord wants you to know in the middle of your situation, He's about to do a miracle. It's a miracle that's going to blow your mind. Oh, yes, he is. 
The winds will still blow and the waves will still crash. But in the middle of all of it, you're going to walk through it. And you're going to feel the hand of God. And even if you slip a little, you'll just feel.